Hey, Ryan, how do I get project-based learning started at my school? I've gotten some form of this question nearly every day for the last decade from engaged educators just like you. So at Magnify Learning, we've created a free download to get you started. Whether you're a superintendent, principal, coach, or teacher, go to whatispbl.com to get started on your project-based learning journey today. Magnify Learning brings project-based learning workshops to schools across the country because we believe every child deserves to be a part of an inspiring story. Whether you're a superintendent, principal, coach, or teacher, the PBL Playbook Podcast will equip you with the stories, resources, and trainings you need to bring project-based learning to your school. If you want me to answer your PBL question on the podcast, visit whatispbl.com and click on Ask Ryan to submit your question. Welcome to the PBL Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Stoyer, founder and president of Magnify Learning, and this is Leadership Episode 62. As this episode's coming out, we're heading into February. February is the month that has the shortest number of technical days, but in the education world, February seems like the month that seems to drag on the longest, which means we should be talking about motivation for you, educational leader, and the teachers that you lead. Before we jump into our main topic on motivating yourselves and your teachers, I want to direct you back to the PBL Playbook episode number 26. Go back to episode 26 and you can hear Principal Shannon Treese talk about e-learning. She's doing project-based learning in an e-learning environment. And as your school says right now, you may be in the similar position or you may have spurts of e-learning and in-person. So head back to episode 26 and listen to Shannon talk about how she leads her school through this process. You're going to love the innovation that she has. You're going to love the motivation that she brings to her teachers. It'll be a really good reminder for you. But before we jump into our main topic, let's look at a need to know that we can address. Janine asks, how do you stay motivated and how do you keep your teachers motivated? It seemed like we should double up on our motivation today. So that's the need to know we picked today. And we're going to talk about in the main part of this episode, the bulk of motivation and where that should come from intrinsically. But Janine, I'm going to give you the tip here that a lot of really great leaders know that yes, intrinsically, we need to be motivated. Yes, we need to be moving forward. But there are also a ton of little things you can do. And you should still be doing these things. So let me give you a couple that some really great principles are using, some principles that are in our masterminds here at Magnify Learning. If you don't have a Google Doc of favorites, can I implore you to do that quickly? It doesn't take much. You know, you send out an email or you put it during a faculty meeting. Just tell me what your favorite pop is. What's your favorite candy? What's your favorite snack? For all your teachers, and you just keep it in a Google Doc or a Google spreadsheet, and then you know on one day, you can get everybody's favorites. Or maybe you've got a teacher that you know is kind of struggling this week. You can go out and get them a Dr. Pepper, a Snickers bar, and checks Mix, because you know that those are their exact favorites because it's right there in your Google spreadsheet. You're not guessing, right? You don't want to say, hey, everybody, look, I got your pop. But 30% of your staff doesn't even like pop, right? They want that fizzy water stuff, right? With just a little bit of flavor in it. So fill out a Google spreadsheet and know what your teacher's favorites are. We've got another principle that uses different theme days to liven things up. So for March 10th, this is one of my favorites, March 10th, if you draw that out in all capital letters, it looks like Mario. 
So he dresses up like Mario Kart characters and then runs around the school. Right? Just finding different theme days, different ways to liven up these weeks that get tough. You need these small bursts of innovation. Or Brian in Indiana in a small school at Eminence, he has this wrestling belt that he passes around and actually has STEM on there. So there's a STEM challenge and they pass around this belt. And by the way, some of these, some take no money to do. Some of them you're talking you know, under 20 bucks. Brian told me that you can get this wrestling belt at Walmart for 20 bucks. And now you've got this motivation, this inside joke that travels around your staff that keeps motivation up, keeps spirits up during some of these tough times, like February, right? So use the small things to keep things going, Janine. Uh, use the small things, but let's jump into where's the big motivation come from too? Right? How are we inspiring our teachers to know that, yes, even during the grind, even during the tough weeks where nobody's turning anything in or half your class is absent or all these things that we've never even expected before are happening, how do you stay motivated and realize that you're in teaching for a bigger purpose than a paycheck? You're here because of purpose, autonomy. You're here to do the big work. So how do we keep that in the forefront? Well, for that, I've been using Simon Sinek's Golden Circle for almost a decade, honestly. Don't tell anybody. Because sometimes we, we bring this to a staff and it's still brand new. And even if it's not brand new, you still need to bring that out every now and then. So he takes the Golden Circle. You can go find it on YouTube. There's a five-minute version. There's an 18-minute version. I love both. But for the sake of a meeting, you probably grab the five-minute version. And he talks about the golden circle, the why is in the middle, and the how, and then the what is on the outside of this circle. And he says, you know, we typically communicate from the outside of that circle in. We say, here's what I want you to do. Here's how I want you to do it. And then maybe if we have time, I'll tell you why it's important. And he's advocating for, Simon Sinek is, and I just agree with him 100%, is you want to start with the why. Why are we doing this? Then you can get to the how and the what, but we need to bring our teachers back to the why of this profession, this craft of teaching. So as I look at the work that I'm doing, why am I doing this work with Magnify Learning? Why are we bringing project-based learning to schools around the country? From schools that are just starting with these PBL jump starts to schools that have been running, like Sheena and Teresa's school, for instance, in the episode 26 that you, I'm still going to implore you to go back and bookmark that Listen to that one next. Cue it up. We go to Shannon Treese, and she's got PBL certified facilitators, but she knows that you still need some inspiration from the outside. You still need training and coaching. So why do I lead Magnify Learning in this work of project-based learning? The why for me is I want every child to be a part of an inspiring story. Well, how do I do that? For me, it's through professional development. That doesn't always seem super exciting for people, but that's, that's my how, right? Like the how, how do I walk out this why? For me, it's not being with learners every day, but it's supporting those that are with learners. And then it's supporting those that are leading learners, like today in this episode. I want to support you as a leader so that you can support your teachers, so that every child can be a part of an inspiring story. Because I've seen project-based learning change lives. I've seen kids have more opportunities that they didn't know they had because of the work they've done with community partners, because of a PBL that they've been engaged in, 
because they've seen school and learning differently through PBL. So that's the heart of my why. And I always start there, right? So I always keep that at the forefront because then when you get into the slog and you feel like you're running through mud or things aren't going the way you want, that's the motivation that keeps you going. So that's my why. I want every child to be a part of an inspiring story. So how do I do that? I do that by writing books. I do that by hosting this podcast. I do that by recording YouTube videos like PBL Simplified YouTube series so that teachers can stay inspired and get new tactics for their classroom. That's how I do that. What is it that I'm doing? My what is project-based learning professional development. Like that's my what. We do it with after school. We do it with in school. But I don't go into the business world and consult there. That's not my what. Could probably do that. Like my why could fit in there, but that's not my personal what. So my why, I want every child to be a part of an inspiring story. I do that by communicating stories and structures for project-based learning to simplify those things. And the what comes out is project-based learning, professional development. So that's how my golden circle works. And every time I get to talk about that, I get fired up. Right? When I'm just talking about the what of what has to happen next week, what has to happen next quarter, what has to happen next year, if you stay in the what zone for too long, motivation starts to die down. So I love really even just recording this podcast, honestly, because it gets me fired up about my why. So as a leader, you need to know your why, have that posted for yourself, talk about it. That's why the masterminds are so important because you get with other educational leaders and you can talk about these whys and you can get inspired by them. But then you also need to bring your teachers into this process so they can talk about their why. Because the same thing will happen for them. Why did they get into teaching? Well, not because they needed a paycheck not because it's the only thing they could do. They, why? Because they want to see light bulb moments with learners. They want learners to see opportunities they wouldn't see otherwise. They want to provide learners a learning environment that they didn't have when they went through school. And sometimes, as we talk to teachers across the country, it's the opposite. They want learners to have this awesome experience in school that they had when they were a young learner. But when you start to stir up the why, you start to stir up motivation. Motivation that goes beyond the candy bar and the pop. And again, those things are important. They should be sprinkled through. But ultimately, let's stir up that why. So when you think about that, leader, what is your why? You should take a moment right now and write it down. And it'll be awkward the first time. Unless you're driving, pull over to the side. And if you're jogging, you have to wait till you're done. But pull over to the side of the road and just write down, what is your why for being an educational leader? Why do you do this? Because you've got a deeper purpose as well, right? Like you move from the classroom to administration for a purpose. Got a good friend. He'll be on the podcast at some point, but his, his why, I don't know if he always gets to state it or not, is he hates bad schools. He hates bad schools because then they're not serving learners well. So he moved up into administration so that he could help solve some of those problems at a higher level so that schools could run efficiently Teachers could do what they were called to do, and learners could learn the way that they were supposed to learn. What is your why? The next step is, do your teachers know what your why is? Because you need to make it explicit. You need to let them know, because otherwise they're guessing. And some of them probably guess that your why is to get to the next central office position, 
or to bide your time till something opens up somewhere else, right? Like let them know your deep intrinsic why for being an educational leader and let them know often because you're going to have new hires that didn't hear it last year. You're going to say, yeah, but won't the people that have been with me so long, like get tired of that? Maybe, but they're not going to be mistaken in what your why is. Make it clear, make it concise and say it often. So your teachers know where your motivation is coming from. And then give that same gift to your teachers. Give them an opportunity to tell their whys for teaching. And honestly, the protocol is that simple. Show the Simon Sinek golden circle. What is your why? Show that video. It takes five minutes. Afterwards, say, okay, I want us to write down our whys. Write down your why for teaching. Why did you get into teaching in the first place? Give them post-it notes. Share out some of those. And you'll start to feel the difference you'll feel people start to get stirred up as they talk about their why. Great way to start one of your faculty meetings. And then what you can do is you can make those public. What if you publish those and put them all over the staff lounge, the staff meeting area? Maybe you've got a common area where all your staff meets. Like Put those up, make them public and come back to them. Come back to them often. Remember your why? Because we're a couple weeks from the end of the school year, maybe, and you're saying, remember your why. I know it's tough, but remember your why. Look for light bulb moments. Provide opportunities for learners they might not have otherwise. That's why you're here. Remind them. Stir up that motivation. Stir up that why. And you'll see, you'll see the difference in your teachers. You'll see the difference in yourself. You might even hear a difference in my voice here towards the end of the podcast, where I'm just fired up just talking about my why. Right? It gets us going. So put it somewhere where it's prominent, put it someplace where it's public, and talk about it often. Man, what a fun episode. Take this with you. You can implement it right away. You need the motivation no matter where you're at or you will soon, wherever you're at in your year. So keep these things in your back pocket. Bring them out just like you do with best practices of your teaching content and assessment, all those pieces. Have this in your rotation. Your teachers need it just as much as those other expert skills you're teaching them. And how exciting. So don't forget to go back to episode 26 and hear Shannon's story about e-learning. You're going to need that at some point. Next week, we're going to get into a PBL showcase where we're going to talk about a PBL facilitator's PBL unit and what that looked like and what they learned. So continue to stay tuned for these leadership episodes so you can be inspired and equipped to lead well.